everyone and welcome hello happy thursday you know what it is on thursday beyond small talk Welcome everyone. My name is Jackie Janik and I'm a women's empowerment coach, helping women uncover their purpose and define their own path in the world. And today you are watching Beyond Small Talk every Thursday at the four o'clock Eastern Standard Hour. Beyond Small Talk is real women, real conversations, elevating womankind one talk at a time. And I'm so super excited to have my co-host today. We're talking, like we're going deep. We're going truly Beyond Small Talk today with healing, generational trauma with Anna Jones and Anna is helps remind you who you are and helps heal the trauma ditch the drama and get what you want now hi my friends on hi Teresa and Anna's on her IG is at Anna C Jones so let's get her on and start discussing what is generational trauma what can we do about that tools to move us past it and through it yeah, I, this is a big one. And I really, it's been popping up in my IG a lot lately. And I think there's no coincidence about that. Hey, Anna. Hi, how are you, Jackie? Good. How are you doing? I am doing good. I am doing really, really good. How's everything over there? Great. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on Beyond Small Talk. Yeah, my pleasure. Awesome. And I was so excited. Like I mentioned this morning, I was like, um, I'm starting to see a lot of healing generational trauma pop up in my world, like on my IG and on Facebook and in just in conversations when sitting with other women and beyond small talk. And I'm like, wait a minute, what, do, what does this really mean? Mm -hmm. <gasps> what is this all about? <laughs> that's, a, that's a really good question. I was actually on a conversation on Clubhouse and mm -hmm. You know, I was hearing all of these people talk about depression and trauma and cancer, just all, all these illnesses, right? And and really, when I when I listen to all of these people talk, sometimes I can be a little bit too objective. Sometimes people are like, Anna, you have to be more, you know, empathetic. Sometimes you have to be this or that. But I don't really. I I like to feel compassion for people, but I don't like to get sucked into their story. I'll hold mm. space but I won't take on your story with me. And I used to do that a lot. And I think sometimes when we don't do that, it's frowned upon. But I'm, I'm talking about generational trauma is so important because it's a huge element in our lives that we don't really think about. And sometimes, if not all the times, it's the major component of why we're hurting so much why we get sucked into that depression, anxiety, uh, whatever disorder you have, whatever mm. ill, chronic illness that you have, whatever sentence you've been given by doctors, you know, who, whatever it is, right? At the end of the day, we have to recognize that we come from a lineage, that there were people that were here before us, and we are intertwined. Our DNA, we share it, right? Our, our belief system, right? We hear it all the time. Oh my gosh, your grandfather used to be like that. Oh my gosh, you're, you walk just like your grandmother. Oh my gosh, you talk just like your mom or you walk just like your dad. All of these things that are so subconscious, we don't realize that we have them. So generational trauma, what is it? They are the experiences, the beliefs, and of course the traumas that we've inherited from those that came before us. No one, absolutely no one is exempt from generational trauma. So that's just another thing that connects us. That's just another thing that really um, 
reminds us of how similar right our bodies our 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 yeah. situations our circumstances may be different but the fact that we all have this is just a reminder of how similar we are and that's something that's really beautiful right this work is i i call it work but it, you can also think of it as just like realigning yourself to who you are reminding yourself of who you are honoring those that came before you but saying you know what that's yours that's not mine. I don't need to take on your scarcity mentality. I don't need to take on your your thoughts of life has to be super hard. I don't need to take on your sabotaging ways. That's yours. I honor you. Thank you for allowing me to be here on this planet, but I'm also going to you know, live my life my way. Yeah, and that's like it it feels like you're like lifting something off like the heaviness off of holding all the like accountability and responsibility and like guilt or blame on me for feeling or doing things or you know that that I, it has been passed down and when you said some some stuff about and I always bring up my mother so sometimes I do hold a lot of her for example her fears and I can tell when they come up for me well one because my sister usually points it out <laughs> she's always like oh that's your mother you know like that's what she says to me she's like that's that. your mother talking and um, my sister's really very good at like pointing that out for to me that that's not me that's her right. um yeah, so it's nice to have somebody who helps me. <laughs> and I don't know, I'm sure she's doing it to be nice, but I think she also likes to just point it out, right? <laughs> um, so, okay, so can you tell me the three things again? So it's your experience. Yes, so it's your experiences, your beliefs, and your traumas, right? Those, I mean, you, and you can go deeper and deeper and deeper into that. But basically, everything that happens in our life, there is no coincidence. There's no bad luck. There's no good luck. There's no co uh, coincidence or, oh, you know, that just happened. Every single thing. I mean, I wouldn't recommend like dissecting your life moment by moment because that can be exhausting. But there are a lot of, uh, and, and again, anyone that wants a little bit more of like, you know, I know a lot of people are like, I want to see the science behind it. I want to see the proof. Yeah. I want to see the articles. There's so many articles, especially, um, um, journals that have been published on uh, Holocaust survivors and then their offspring, mm -hmm. they carry mm. on that trauma. So, I mean, that, I mean, we can go super, super deep into it. We obviously don't have enough time, but yeah. everything that has to do with all the major like illnesses, chronic disorders, right? Trauma will find the best suitable, um, I guess, candidate mm -hmm. for healing. Right. And mm -hmm. so I was saying in, in the clubhouse room, I was like, it's kind of like you can if you like dark humor, you can find a little bit of humor in this that trauma chose you as the yeah. best suitable candidate to heal this generational experience, this belief, this trauma, whatever it was. Um, I'll I'll share one trauma that was, mm -hmm. you know, that that uh, that's when I kind of like had that aha moment. 
I, um, I've had so many relationships in my life and they have been, uh, not all of them have been serious, but there has been just like a lot of men in my life. And I've jumped from one relationship to the other. And maybe some people on here can relate to that, right? When, when it gets complicated, when it gets tough, or maybe I waited too long, uh, and some way to protect myself or for X, Y, and Z, I stayed. And then I was like, nope leaving. Right. I, mm -hmm. I didn't know why I was doing what I was doing. And I thought every time I went into a relationship, every time I met someone new, I thought I was like, okay, clean start, not going to happen again. Here we go. And then I was talking to my mom and we, we were just discussing things. I had just like, you know, f uh, finished a relationship and she was like, well, why don't you try this meditation? nothing like oh my gosh crazy out of this world it was a youtube meditation i can even share that with you all if you want uh and i just did it it was a 13 minute meditation of cutting cords and mm. uh we can go into that as well a little bit later but um i did it and it was so powerful it was unexpectedly powerful in that moment i just had a thought this is this, and if you've ever meditated, thoughts just mm -hmm. come, right? And, and, and there's no particular sequence. There's no particular way. That it just appears and you know it's, right. it's, it's part of you, right? And this thought told me because your mother lost her father when she was 16, she never really healed from that abandonment. And so she passed that on to you. Therefore, mm -hmm. you are manifesting this abandonment trauma issue in all of your relationships. So you pick all the wrong men, right? And it's easy for you to leave because you don't see the potential, you don't see the future. And even if you talk about a future, you know in your heart that there's no future. So you're just like, mm -hmm. I'm out. And in that moment, I was like, holy crap. Like, wow, this, I had no idea. And here I was, 33 years old. Yeah, because this happened in 2019. Mm -hmm. I was like, I was a little bit angry, right? Because I had no mm. control over this. It's almost like I was living on an MO. I was living just like in a program and I was just going. I didn't question. I didn't, you know, I never asked myself like, why am I doing this? Or, you know, I would go into like, oh, why me? The whole like victim mentality. Yeah, more victim than yeah, thinking absolutely. like, there has to be a reason. There has to be something that, like I said in the beginning, it's it feels lighter that it's not only you, yeah. right? Like there's other things that play a part of who you are, mm -hmm. right? Like you just didn't plop here and there's nothing attached to you. Yeah. So this is really making sense because when you're talking, like I completely, and I've been in this personal growth and development world for now 15 years. I believe in this stuff, but I can see in the beginning you, you said, you mentioned, well, there's science behind it and things like that. Because if you just told a random person who doesn't necessarily understand this world or believes in it, like, oh, if you cut a cord, you know, they'll be like, what the frick are you talking about? You know, like, it just doesn't, they don't maybe not realize or understand mm -hmm. the power that's actually in it. Yeah. Um, I apologize to cut you off. But when no. you're talking, my first thought is like, Oh, my God, that is so incredibly um, powerful to, to think this, feel it, be it. And then right away, like, you know, that little devil on your side is like, but it also sounds like, can it really be that easy? Probably, you know, is it that easy? I don't know. Absolutely. It, I mean, we, we, we inherit the belief that life has to be hard, right? We inherit, yeah. we inherit those beliefs because back in the day, 
I mean, if you go seven generations behind you, seven generations back, life wasn't that easy as it is right now, right? Like you and I are fortunate to live in, in a, you know, in an apartment house, whatever. We yeah. both have electricity, right? We both have a cell phone. We have Indoor internet. plumbing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's funny because that my grandmother, before she passed, I asked her at 82 years old, I said, what was your favorite invention? And she said she gave me two. It wasn't even the telephone. She was like, the microwave? <laughs> because she was so sick and tired of like always cooking. And she said, um, a washing machine. She goes, do you know what it was like? And these are her exact words. Do you know what it's like to wash shit out of cloth? <laughs> And I was like, uh, no, and hands. or do I, with your hands, right? Because she was like, <laughs> she passed 10 years ago. She was, you know, very old. She was born 1918. Mm -hmm. So you're right. So like all these things that we have now, we're really quite fortunate compared to like, think about that, what she was doing. And she's only two generations from me, not even like, you know, yeah, that's a really good valid point. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And I think it's, it's just like anything, you know, uh, technology advances and, you know, you and I, well, right now I'm on my phone, right? I have an iPhone. Uh, and imagine if I were still using a flip phone, I would be so out of touch with so many things. Every time I would need to look something up, I would have to carry my computer. I would have to be looking for Wi-Fi. So it's like, we don't know it because our body is so used to it, because our mind is so used to living this way with so much drama, right? If you, mm. if the first thing that you do when you wake up and turn on the news, it's like, you're just bombarding your mind with Ugh. everything that's going wrong in the world. All the chaos, life is so unfair. Oh my gosh, babies are dying. Oh, who's bombing this, who's bombing that? Look at Trump, look at Biden, look at this, look at that. And so you are just validating that belief that life's a bitch. It's hard. You have to do X, Y, and Z to survive, and you gotta, you gotta hustle, and you gotta do the, you know, the grit and this and that. And it's like, it, it doesn't have to be that way. It really doesn't have to be that way. And there's so many people nowadays that are really just confirmation that the the lenses that you have on, that's exactly what you're gonna see. You and I can have the same. We can be looking at the same thing. We can be looking at, you know these headphones and I can see something and you can see something completely different, right? Maybe you're reminded of a memory or of an experience yeah. that you had prior. And I, and I have another experience. So that's, that's really like the, the magic of, of playing with all this information and really dabbling and just daring to what if all this shit isn't mine? You know, what if all right. this stuff just really isn't mine because at the end of the day, you can feel it. You can feel what is yours and you can feel what isn't. And we just like Yeah, and what do you have to lose? Like like we were saying, like how your trauma is manifesting and some people have it in, you know, illness, physical or mental. And it's like, what are you gonna lose if you give it a shot and try this? Because like you were saying, like our perception, our lenses, I say I've said and I tell people, if you wanna find hate, you'll find hate. If you wanna find love, you'll find love. Like you can find joy. Like I tell my friends, some of my friends, one of them, she's on a high alley. Um, I said, I could be in a paper bag with her and have the best time in the world. Like I don't need, you know, I could be really super simple and still feel so incredibly fulfilling. But I think you're a hundred percent right. We get bombarded and all the external that's out there um, can really feel like overwhelming and, or that we need it. 
right? Like, hey, I can't just have fun with my friend Allie sitting with a cup of tea and talking on the phone and BSing for like three hours. I need to have, you know, the fancy drink, the now the igloo restaurant, little fanciness and all this when you really don't. This conversation is just making me feel a lot lighter. Mm. Does that make sense? Yes. Right? So... We could go a few ways. This is how, how do you feel a little more about your experience on cord cutting or, you know, would you like to share a little bit more? Yeah. So cord cutting is really easy. You can actually uh, do it. If in the, and this is for people like if you, if you are someone that's always looking for outside or external validation or like, no, I need to see it in writing. I need to see it in the newspapers. I need to see it in the media. I need to see it uh, published in a journal. Ask yourself why. Ask yourself why you are constantly looking for external validation of your reality versus internal validation because it doesn't really matter, right? What you choose to believe as long, because that's your reality, right? At the end of the day, I, I, uh, you know, I can, I, I tell people like, you can eat an all brand muffin all day, every day. And if it's not good, like you're just like eating, eating this like supposedly healthy muffin, but it gets boring after a while. I like to have my cupcake with sprinkles and it just makes life more fun, you know? And, yeah. and I don't really care if people are like, oh, she's delusional. Oh, she's crazy. Oh, she's that. I am one of the people that I know that has the most fun in life just because I have, I have really worked hard to strip off all of these like labels and this and that. And, and I'm just like, you know what? I'm just here and I want to enjoy my time here. This is only, this is the only life I have. So what can I do with it? So going back to the cord cutting, it's really just, you can do this through a, through a guided meditation, or you can just close your eyes and say out loud, like I'm cutting cords with everything and anything that's preventing me from living the life that I want to live. What does this life look like? An abundant life, a joyful life, a prosperous life. And so the way that you can go about it is just, you can do it with your hand like this, right? Because Mm -hmm. we're all energy. We can go into science. We can go into all that stuff. Yeah. Because you're made of organs. Your organs have tissues. uh, Your tissues are, you know, all these things are made of cells. What's a cell made of? Like we can go back into science and you'll still figure out that you are energy. We're all energy, right? So when the energies begin to collide, when the energies begin to blend, sometimes it can get a little funky. And because we're in this body, in this physical body, in this suit, right, that we need to be on this plane, then sometimes we're more, more, more open to receiving and holding on to things. And sometimes we're like, oh, we, I, didn't, I didn't really need that. Or I was protected when I was around that person or the situation or whatever, right? So you can just really cut. And then once you cut, whatever roots are left, because you want to grab the problem by the root, right? Same thing here. Mm-hmm. Otherwise, it's like a weed. If you cut it, it just grow back stronger. So really just imagine like any, any, cu- any cords that no longer serve me, no longer serve this version of me and the version that I want to become, which is a level up, 
right? Um, unless you want to stay where you are, then <laughs> that's a whole other story. So be it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But you can really just envision them leaving, like the roots just leaving. And um, it's it's different for me every time. Sometimes these roots just like float into the sun and they burn. Sometimes they end up falling into like a deep, dark hole in the ground. Uh, it really just depends on your imagination. Uh, you don't have to be super visual or super... Uh, you, you don't have to be a magician. You don't have to be a psychic. You don't have to be anything. It's just really cleaning your body um, with, you can all, a lot of people also use sound. So like if you have something at home that you can just kind of clear sound with, it can be a bell. It can be, uh, you know, a lot of people uh, will have like maybe some bowls. The sound, yeah, yeah the, the sound bath and stuff. So yeah. really, so it sounds like, you know, physically, and I'm taking it down to the mundane, right? I know, like, I want to, some people are like, what is she talking about right now? Right? Yeah. Because if you've never done any of these things, it might feel like a little like woo woo. And yeah. like, what is she talking about? Mm -hmm. But again, what do you have to lose right here? So I'm going to try this as well. Like, this seems like I have never done a cord cutting after all these years. So literally, you can just be, you know, close your eyes. Um, we could share with the listeners some your recommended recommendations of meditations or whatever. And literally, I'm a very creative um, visual person. I'm like, I can think of and like imagine and all these things. So like, you have to, I think it's probably helpful to physically like picture I'm cutting this off. I'm great. Like, literally, I can tell you the whole description in my head of what I'm seeing, grabbing it out of like the core of my stomach. For me, I hold a lot in my um, stomach. Like, it's just, you know, that's where just where I hold my anxieties, my fears, like, I'm just like, really aware of that. Yeah. And like, right now, I literally see like, I'm reaching in like some of those movies and just grabbing it out. Yeah. And now it's like, what do you do with it? Like, I know you had some examples, but is it important for you to like, get rid of it, put it somewhere, but I don't want someone else to get it. Like, <laughs> So, I don't want it to float away and be like, oh, no, someone else grabs my trauma. Like, that doesn't happen. If somebody else wants to grab your trauma, there's nothing you can do to prevent it. Oh, okay. You know, that's the thing that we have to realize. We are not responsible for anybody else's experience. That doesn't mean we have to be jerks about stuff, right? Mm -hmm. uh, it just means that whoever feels like they want to take on your stuff, that's part of their journey. And they need to come to the realization that, they need to stop being, you know, shit pickers or, you mm. know, just trash uh, collectors because that's okay. a lot of the times what we do because we think that makes us better people. Oh, she's so kind. Oh my gosh. She's such a caring woman. She's always, always helping others. Yeah. But are you helping yourself? And is this helping others really and the intention of helping others or are you deviating? Are you avoiding dealing with your own stuff. So then you put on a facade, oh, I'm so good, I'm such a good person, I'm gonna help everyone out there. But when it comes to you, do you help yourself? And that's, that's where it, it just gets, it, it gets really interesting, right? Because humans, we can manipulate, we can portray, oh, yeah. we're, we're multifaceted, right? And we're everything. We can be hypocrites and be loving people. We can be bitches and be super compassionate, right? There's always... I could do that all in basically one second. <laughs> like I could switch like this. My husband's always like, how do you do that? I'm like, I don't know. I'm really good at like... 
going like, and I could do that to my child too. One minute I'm like, oh my God, you're so adorable. I love you. Wait, what are you doing? You know, like that, like, you know, we are multiple, multifaceted. We have a lot of feelings and emotions. So this is so interesting. So I'm happy to know that once I cut my cord, I take it out from the root, I get rid of it. It's, it's not my responsibility. If other people pick it up, that's their yes. challenges. And then it's like, what are some of these, what are the benefits? Like what, what did you feel or what can other women experience after they cut the cord? So I don't want to say this is what you're going to feel, but just like you were saying, okay. you know, a, a few moments prior to this, to this part of the conversation, you were like, I already feel lighter. When something is exposed, when a part of you is exposed and you know that that is the reason why of something, that's just like a relief. Um, it's like, oh, that's why. I'm not, mm. I'm not broken. I'm not messed up. I'm not imperfect. I am already perfection exactly the way that I am, my mistakes, my past experiences, my trauma does not make me a better or a worse person. I am simply on this journey of healing and I'm open for it to take me wherever I have to go. May I always be protected. May I always walk towards the light. May I always be in the light. May I always be light. So you can have just different intentions as you go into this work. And there's no right or wrong, whatever you feel. Again, this is just kind of like giving yourself back that responsibility because if somebody comes to me and be like, well, you told me to do this and this and this, it's like, uh-uh. The moment you step into this space with me, you are 100% responsible for everything that you do. I am here to just give you some options. I'm here to have a conversation with you, but I will never ever take responsibility for what you end up doing. And neither should you take responsibility for my things, right? We are sharing right. a space and it's a very loving and, uh, and, 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 and compassionate and, and, but still with that kind of like, not tough love, but it's almost like, I am gonna hold you accountable for this. And the way that you decide to get rid of your trauma, of your past experiences that are no longer serving you, is up to you. Again, you can throw it like in a 50 foot hole. Imagine that you're throwing it to like the core of the earth. Um, there, there's so many things that you can do, right? And, and again, Jackie, I'm, I'm happy to share this, um, uh, the meditation that I personally use. I actually saved it. And in the past workshops that I've done, I've provided it to the women, which is interestingly enough, women are, are very drawn to this work. Uh, I've shared it with them and uh, I haven't heard back on how it went, but I mean, any questions people can just uh, ask me about it. Yeah, well, with some listeners now, if you have a question, feel free to jump mm -hmm. in because again, I'm, I, uh, again, I'm a bit I am a newbie to this kind of work. And I said, I keep hearing it as like, it keeps popping up. And like you said in the beginning, and I say this all, there's no coincidences, you know, there's no coincidence that all of a sudden, like this is started being more on my radar. And then I met you. And then now I'm talking about it. And it's like, Oh, my God, let's try to cut a cord ceremony or something like that. That is how I'm field called to. And um, if what anyone gets at it, or what I'm getting out of it, just in this, like, literally 25 minutes together, is feeling lighter mm -hmm. um to me that's always always an awesome feeling of just feeling yeah. lighter and just happier about it and I guess lighter and why what I mean by that is not as much like pressure 
Like, I don't feel like, okay, so I'm carrying other people's, other people's of my generation's mm-hmm. shit. Like, but also in, a, I'm thinking of it in, in an empathetic way because their life was so much different than ours is today. And I'm sure my daughter and my daughter's daughter and my daughter's daughters, they'll be like, oh, that was that Jackie. <laughs> I could feel it already. I could feel I'm leaving some of those oh. things, but it's also from like, you know, my grandmother and my great grandma. I knew my great grandmother, both of them, oh. both of wow. sides. Oh. And um, that was such a, such an awesome experience. I do truly like love speaking to old, particularly women. My grandmother used to tell so much stories and now thinking about it, a lot of it makes sense as I just see how I show up. Mm-hmm. Um, it's really interesting. I guess it's really interesting the how it how you said how it manifests. Because um, currently, for me, uh, besides I do uh, have a little bit of anxiety here and there, um, but most of the time, any of it always plays out in my stomach. Mm. Um, I don't know what all that all means, but I feel like it's all working right now. It's all working. Yeah, and and you need to know that the stomach is our digestive system. So it's very common for people to feel stuff in their stomach because it's digesting emotions. So it's always good to question, why am I unable to digest this anxiety? And a lot of people will say, my anxiety. It's like, it's part of their identity, right? And and, and something cool that you can just play around with, Jackie, Mm -hmm. you can also be like, whose anxiety is this? Close your eyes, the person that is responsible for that anxiety. I'm getting chills right now. Um, (laughs) The person responsible for that anxiety or the source of where that anxiety comes from will show up. If this is not woo woo, this is not like crazy. It's like all the answers are contained within the body. The mind forgets trauma because we shut down, right? Our, our, the mind's, uh, brain's um, purpose is to protect us. So whatever it feels like it's, a threat, it will shut it down be like, no, put it in the back burner. But the body doesn't forget, right? And the subconscious doesn't forget. All the answers are there. But a lot of us are like, ooh, I don't want to go in there. It's like the fear of the unknown. But- 100%. And the fear of what that feeling is bringing up. So my father passed away abruptly 10 years ago. And there was a period of that year that till this day, I don't recall. I apparently went to one of my closest friends, child's christening. I can't remember literally nothing. And I'm usually very good about remembering like what the kid was wearing, like all those kind of things or how fun was the party or what I ate. Like, you know, like I generally remember these things. I cannot remember so so many details around his death, but I remember smells, which is like insane. And I'm always like, I think, you know, and I feel and I believe that when any of these smells come about, I really think it's him right? Like, this is just my, and it's soothing for me to believe this. But um, I can see like, that was a trauma, you know, for me, that was a huge trauma. And obviously, it's 10 years later, and my family dealt with a lot of death. So there was always like, death is so scary, death is so bad. I was told that my entire life, like, death is the worst thing ever. I'm like, well, it happens, like, everyone's gonna die. Like, it's not like we can avoid that, right? So then when my father abruptly died, I was like, the 
biggest fear my whole entire life at 35 years old happened to me, right? So it's like, then what? So I, I'm quite conscious that I'm carrying around that. But it's interesting how my mind has protected me a whole lot around not remembering certain things that you bring this up. But physically, that's so incredibly interesting that I can smell something that reminds me of him, the hospital, the experience. And it's so weird. I'd be I would walk and I'd be like, why do I smell like I'm in that hospital again? It's just like, that's so crazy. Yeah. Oh, I like that. That, but I, and at this time, after I've done a lot of healing work around it, that I'm, I'm okay. Like, I, it's not as charged for me. It's not charged for me anymore. So which, yeah. And I think doing this kind of, and I think my next step is like, literally cutting the cord around that, as in it wasn't my fault, or you know, I did the best that I could, and things like that. And removing the guilt would be probably my next level yeah. of um, releasing that. Yeah, and I think I'm I, just sharing. I, no, no, yeah, absolutely. And I yeah. think as women, we are much more intuitive. Just just because you know, I don't really. I, I've never bought the fact that like, oh my gosh, women are suppressed. Women are this. Women are that. It is. It yes, I have. My ancestors probably experienced that. But in my reality, no one suppresses me but me. Right. Mm. I get to choose whether I am suppressed or not. I am not uh, taking away any validation or any, uh, you know, sort of acknowledgement to the movements that are happening. I am supportive of all human lives. I'm supportive of everybody doing whatever they need to be happy, as long as they're respectful of everybody else's boundaries, right? But I mean, at this point, we really just have to just have to ask ourselves: it, Are we creating much more drama? out there like what, what where is the validation that we are seeking where is it coming from and will it be enough if, if if we're looking for an external validation versus an internal validation because at the mm. end of the day if you don't accept yourself if you don't recognize the process that you're going through right then what does it matter if others acknowledge it like yeah it's nice but then we have to believe it too. So all of these things that, you know, that we're experiencing is you really have to live life on your own terms and, and be very loving to yourself and learn that it's okay to shed, right? It's okay to transform every minute, every hour, every day of your life. And this is something that a lot of people are like, okay, I did a meditation. Cool. No. Like, this process <laughs> yeah this process is never ending and i tell people like it's just like realigning the tires of your bike of your car whatever vehicle you have right you don't just realign them once and then you're done no tires have to be constantly realigning themselves it's the same thing with us this no longer serves me uh -uh. this no longer serves me uh -uh. so it it, it, <laughs> it, it it really is right so we there are days when yeah you can just uh, chill back and just turn on the TV and watch some Netflix or whatever you watch. But you n don't ever think that life isn't going to have its ups and downs. This is, this is part of the, the beauty of life. And it's also, we can be very dramatic about it, but I was thinking about just something that sounds a little crude and, and, and raw and maybe like, Oh my gosh, how dare she, but life is for the strong willed. 
Life is for mm -hmm. those that are committed to evolving. If you end up, and, and I talk very openly about like um, suicides and people who just take their lives or who decide to live in depression or anxiety or anything, I mean, anything that's just chronic for a longer period of time. It's like you have to want it so bad that you are willing to let go of the story of who you've been all this time in order to become who you know you can be. Otherwise, if you give up on the process, you're not going to make it. Not on this plane, anyways. So yeah. I say that with a lot of love. I say that with a lot of compassion. But I, but I want to tell people, like, you are not alone. You are not alone. You just think that you are. And so you isolate yourself. You think that you, you end up going to a therapist that tells you that this is forever, that this is permanent. Nothing is permanent ever. Happiness. A madness, a sadness, anger, nothing is permanent. It's a process that life's and I think, Yeah, and I think we experience that all the time, but never step back to like reflect and be like, oh, you're right. Like you said, happiness doesn't last 24-7. Sadness doesn't last 24-7. And I tell people, and I have coached people through grief, it was it was so interesting that, I, that more people that was going through grief processes came up just as I was like in the middle of it, that I can really say it doesn't last forever. Do you have terrible days where you just like you say crawl in bed and just want to be like, screw everything and everybody? Yes, but that passes too, mm -hmm. right? Or the days where where I'm like, you know, skipping doing car wheels down, you know, 42nd Street, those go through, you know, those pass too. Yeah. So it's like enjoying, just be in the process, be in the moment and just realize that there's a lot of neutrality in this. And I've been studying a bit of like neutral, how to neutralize things because let's not put so much um, stress or pressure. Oh my God, I have to be happy all the time and there's like this toxic positivity going around where there's hard stuff that we've been going through this past year right like it's hard like it's okay to be sad it's okay but like you said when you get to the point of chronic we're talking about you know something different oh my god we could keep talking and talking and talking on this but I just wanted to say thank you so much for I think you do, like we're not alone. This is the Beyond Small Talk community. And I hope all you ladies out there are really listening and taking it all in that you're never alone out there. You are just never alone out there. Um, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Where can we find you, Anna? Uh, so on Instagram, I'm very active on here. Um, Honesty Jones. Uh, if you speak Spanish, I have a mental health podcast in Spanish. It's called Mil Mentes Mil Mundos. If, you, uh, if you're a Spanish speaker or you understand Spanish, uh, you can just uh, send me the uh, info on my DM and I will definitely help you out. Anyone that needs any resource on uh, how to get more information on generational trauma, I've done two workshops that are available on YouTube. I can send you the links. And if you wanna learn a little bit more about this work, there's two books that I would highly recommend. One is It Didn't Start With You. That's a great, uh, you know, hook right there. Uh, it's from Mark mm -hmm. Woolen, and I'll I'll go in after this live is over and put it in the comments as well. And then the second one is uh, forget I, I forget the name, but if you type it in, you'll get it. Yeah. Forgetting breaking the habit of being yourself by Dr. Joe Dispenza. You would definitely like this one, Jackie. Uh, and it's okay. basically just knowing that you're always going to be you, right? But who you've been until now 
you kind of have to cut ties with that because it hasn't if you're not content with certain aspects of yourself or certain things or certain goals or dreams that you haven't achieved it's because you haven't been the person that's willing to embrace those goals and dreams so it's time to you know cut your losses you can cry you can throw a tantrum you can be angry do all that stuff and then boop, move on so uh, yeah that's, uh, I always cry in the shower I don't know if anyone else out great. there does that but it, it feels it's so like uh it just true like the water and everything like that maybe that's why people like do the bath ceremonies and things like that there has to be something to it people like it seems like it's working for some people so might as well give it a shot because what do you have to lose right thank you thank you so please yes either uh dm me all that information or put it on the comments and i'm going to share it with everyone this was so wonderful and so beautiful for you to do this and share your experiences thank you so much anna thank you so much and yeah we need more time for all of this because there's just a lot of information. There's just so much. So I'm putting it out there and, and inviting you. I want to tell all the listeners that something new is coming out of Beyond Small Talk. We're having bonus episodes only available on Spotify and um, Apple Podcasts where we're going to go and get some past co-hosts on and go deeper in the conversation for another like 15 or 20 minutes to give you some more really good insights from these beautiful women in the community of Beyond Small Talk. So that is starting this week. And I invite you Anna, anytime you want to come back on and let's do a little bit more because and so we can you know some of us could share our cord cutting experience and come back and share share people let us know how that's going for you so yeah. thank you thank you thank you everyone from for listening beyond small talk every thursday at the four o'clock eastern standard hour and you can find this episode tomorrow on apple podcast spotify audible and youtube thank you so much bye thank you bye